Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and welcome to episode 46 of the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Core community. Wow, 46 episodes. I don't know about you guys, but this is, we're getting some momentum here. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, if, we, if we're not careful, in three or four episodes' time, it'll be about 50. We yeah. almost know what we're doing now. Easy, Tiger. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't set kind of those kind of expectations that we can't can't keep with. Yeah, oh. that is true. That is true. We we do all manage to score royally lowly on the quiz. So you know. Yes, and there's a quiz this week. So I hope you've done your there homework. There is. <laughs> so how have you guys been anyway? Um, a busy week for me. So it's it's nice to be uh, home and relaxing for weekend. How about you, Russ? Yeah. Likewise, busy week for uh, anyone that does live in this country will understand the utter joy when I say I actually got to drive the entirety of the M25 on Monday. So that was delightful. Other than that, all is well. Ah, yes. England's largest racing circuit. That's the one. Yes, indeed. Oh, that that sounds like a exercise in disappointment, if ever I've heard it. Well, at least I got to drive it myself, unlike a couple of years ago. You did get those saddles. I think there was an actual bus tour or a bus trip that you could pay like £10 and go on a coach and go around and view the sights of the M25. I didn't do that. So uh, at least I had some some decent music to keep me company. Was there so, a reason that you chose to do this thing? Or? Yeah, no, work. I was, I was uh, working in Harrow, so I had to go over the, uh, the, well, through the tunnel, as it were, and then to come home or come back the other way. So, yeah, there you uh, go. Well, 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 what an exciting life you lead. <laughs> I know, I know. But I'm making up for it tomorrow because uh, I'm looking forward to the weekend because I'm taking my nephew to his first ever metal show to see Avenged Sevenfold and Five Finger Death Punch. He's 15, bless him, and I'm sure he'll have a good time. Wow, oh, I hope he has an amazing time there. Excellent. I, I don't have anything as exciting as driving around the M25 to, to tell oh, you. Oh, damn. <laughs> so I would suggest we move <laughs> on with our news for this week. All right, well, probably the biggest news this week is the announcement that Lacuna Coal will be playing at Bloodstock Festival in the UK in uh, August 2014. Which is pretty cool. Pretty cool news. It's always good to see them at festivals in the UK. We Obviously, we're allowed to be really selfish and go, yay, more festivals um, I mean, it's it's fair to say, of course, that uh, with the, the album being released early part of next week, next year, we're fully expecting them to hit the festival circuit. So I would imagine that we'll we'll see a, quite a few more announcements in the upcoming months. Um, probably in Europe, I mean, you know, there's the biggies that uh, I'm, I'm sure there'll be an expectation that they'll be part of, but uh, we don't know anything else for certain right now. Um, and I guess it's just playing that waiting game, finding out where where else is coming out and. Uh, what other announcements there are going to be? So, what do we reckon? Are we going to go out of Bloodstock? Yeah. It's a dead set, so yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, that's going to be good. And there's some uh, quite a few other good bands on the venue, on the venue, on the uh, on the band list as well for Bloodstock. So it's I'm a quite cracking lineup. Yeah, heavy definitely. lineup, but a cracking lineup. Yeah, it was is a heavy lineup of Bloodstock because it's mm. got quite a rawness about it, Bloodstock. I do like it. Yeah. I don't get a chance to go there as much as I would like, actually. So, looking forward to that. Get your tickets now. They are available, and there's a link on the front page of Empty Spiral and, of course, Facebook, etc., 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 on where to uh, get your tickets, whether it's for a day or over the weekend. And it's not that expensive, and it's always a good crack. You might have also seen from Christina's Facebook page that she designed a a ring. I'm no saint, it's called, and it's been made by the London 
custom jewelry company seven circle artworks apparently it's going to be revealed at 9 p.m that's uk time on the 1st of december and will then be available through their online store uh from midnight that night so obviously through to the 2nd of december i have actually seen a bit of a sneak peek of this and it is a very very cool uh, ring and i'm sure there'll be quite a lot of people that um will want to pick it up so look out for that one Additionally, this week, Lacuna Coil have updated their official online merchandise store with a number of new items from the 2013 Tour of Paradise Lost. That includes things like a long sleeve and short sleeve t-shirts. There's a new zip-up hoodie, which if you haven't got it, it's really cool. A red girly tunic Christina top. Uh, a sports bag, of all things, kind of like a... What would you describe it as? Kind of like a gym bag kind of thing. Uh, a new wristband and a few more bits as well. On top of that, uh, this weekend, I guess it's because of the whole you know Black Friday sale thing, which seems to be now becoming a global phenomenon. Uh, there's a 15% off sale, so all you need to do is enter the code Holidays15 when prompted at the checkout, and you'll get your 15% off discount. So uh, it's a good time to be buying new Lacuna Curl merchandise, unless of course you're me, who ordered my gear, and it was quite a big order. At the beginning of the week, so I'm a bit gutted, I have to say. That'll teach me, Phil. Wouldn't it be first past the post? Bit annoyed about that, but there we go. Um, looking forward to getting my gear coming through the post. And now we have the quiz. You guys ready? Yep. I think we are. <laughs> He's doing it again. So just as a reminder for our listeners, so this is our regular quiz in which one of us comes up with a, a set of five questions for the other two to get wrong uh, <laughs> <laughs> and prove our general uselessness at uh, Lacuna Call Trivia. Um, some of us are better than others, it's fair to say. And we're probably a bit harsh on ourselves, but uh, yeah, it's, it's always good for a giggle. And this is my second time uh, at the helm coming up with questions for you guys. So we've already heard Mike's. Russ, can you remind us what... Oh, I remember already, actually. Oh, my God. Uh, can, you, can you remind us what your um, your buzzer is, please? Danielson! <laughs> Daniel. Oh, Go okay. back to 80s action heroes. Yeah, yes, indeed. A bit of karate good there. Uh, okay. Well, let's give you a warm-up. So we've got five questions which you've got to work your way through. But let's start off with a relatively easy one just to get those uh, brain juices flowing. And the first question is, what year was Shallow Life released? Daniel Sam. Oh, I reckon that's Mike. Go on. Uh, 2010. Ooh. Well, and what was Russ going to say? 2009. Oh, Russ was right. I will give you one thing, though, Russ. Yeah, I was right, Mike, I should say. But, uh, 2010 was when the special edition was released. Right. And yeah. is that when the tour came here? Oh, that's a different question altogether. That's in the tour. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go throwing the back at me. It's not Monty Python, all right? Yeah. Um, no, 2009 was when the album was released, and then the special Crikey. edition was released in 2010. So there you go. Anyway, that was just a warm-up, oh. so no points given. 
And now we get to the really fun ones. So, question number one for you in this week's quiz. What symbol is seen at the end of the closer video? Mike. Is it a yin yang? No, it's not. I'll give you a clue. It's in the case, which has mm, been the ground. Oh, uh, am I allowed to answer again after? Well, you're not going to get a point for it, but if you want to give it a go, go on then. Well, I'll let Russell go first, if in, in case he knows. Russell. On some reason, I'm thinking it's a flash of light or something. Well, there is a flash of light involved, but there is definitely a symbol there, which is kind of seen floating. Oh, I'm guessing you're not getting it. All right, go on in, Mike. Is it one of the little starry type things? One of the little starry type things. Like the ninja star things? No, it is not. It is the uh, tree of life, which is a Kabbalah symbol. Ah, oh, right. There we go. So you did not know that. Um, best you go off and check out the closer video. Now, question two. What song starts with the line, I wake up to a smoking gun? <laughs> Come on, guys, you're supposed to know this shit. Come on. <laughs> I can't think of any songs of any uh, gun references. Uh, uh, Go on, then. Uh, shallow life. No, but you're close. Okay, neither of you are getting it. So with the uh, um, oh, 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 oh. oblivion, oblivion. Oh, he went the wrong way. No, it is the pain. Oh. Yeah. I wake up to a smoking gun. <laughs> there we go. Okay, uh-huh. this one might be slightly easier for you, but we'll see. <laughs> Name all the songs. On the regular edition of Dark Adrenaline, in order. Daniel Sun. <laughs> Go Russ. Oh, Christ. Um, Trip the Darkness. Yep. Against You. Keep going. Kill the Light. Okay. Give me something more. Ooh. Upside down. Okay. By the way, if you're looking on your iPhone right now, you're cheating. No, no. <laughs> right. End the right. time. Okay. Eat bit. Okay. It's either intoxicated or army inside. Well, uh, choose one. Intoxicated. Okay. Army inside. Okay. Losing my religion, fire my spirit. Oh, well done. That's one point. Get in. <laughs> well done, Mr. Taylor. That is a do I need well... one point for that? Do I not get like 12? No, no, you did not get 12. That will put you ahead of both of us three times. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah, it was well earned. So well done, you. It All helps right. listening to it on a daily basis. <laughs> Probably does. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, let's change albums, shall we? Question number four. What is the longest song on Karma Code? Daniel-san. It's Mr. Taylor again. 
without fear. Good guess, but wrong. <laughs> Mike. Uh, within me. Another good guess, but still wrong. Sorry, guys. It's fragile, which comes in at four minutes, 26 seconds. Crikey. No way. Really? It does indeed. Wow. And finally, in this week's Empty Spiral Quiz, question number five. What is Chris's favourite soccer team? Danielson. Russell. Inter Milan. Ooh, interesting guess, but wrong. Um, Mike. Um, Juventus. Mm, you're both wrong. Chris hates football and doesn't have a favourite team. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Well, you know, I've got to get him in somewhere. So that was um, an interesting quiz this week. Uh, yeah. The only person that's come away with a point is Mr Taylor. And I have to say... Russ, that was very well earned. Uh, yeah, it was. Four twelve. That was hard going. I actually <laughs> think it was like I'll like being at work there. Well, well done you. So there we go. That's the end of uh, my second stint uh, hosting the Empty Spiral Quiz. Look out for the third one very very soon, and I'm sure the questions will only get more surreal. <laughs> That brings us on to our review this week, which is Unspoken, taken from Lacuna Core's album Comalize. And I believe it's my turn to go first, isn't it? So, Unspoken. Right. Hmm. Well, I've got... Firstly, I've got an admission to make. When I first heard this song, and for quite some time afterwards, actually, I was pretty impartial to it, really. I thought it was okay. I I enjoyed it. I I didn't dislike it. But it was... On that part of the album, off Camelizer, I, as I mentioned last week, um, when I was reviewing the Ghost Woman and the Hunter, that I felt was kind of where I switch off a little bit on the album. But I have to say, I've come to like it over the years, and I think that's probably increased quite a lot with with the release of the acoustic version, which was released on the special edition of Camelizer, the is Ozfest edition or whatever you might call it. Uh, so it's fair to say that it has grown on me over that time. I I like the song. I find it quite a, a dense song in places in terms of there's lots of layers to it. Uh, the the music itself, uh, I, I find, is quite... Mm, I want to say poppy in places, but it's quite light. And then, because of the layers, that feels dense. I'm probably not making myself very clear at all, really. really. But it, it makes for an interesting listening experience, even if, as I say, it's not my favourite song on the album. Um, I do like... The open in particular, and I, I really like the lyrics, although they're, they're somewhat oblique, and I'll come on to those in a little while. Obviously, vocally, the focus is on Christina, and I think she does a really good good job with the lyrics on it, especially the verses where there is a kind of a, an innocent sweetness about the way she sings it, and it, in the in the in the chorus, I should say, you know, that changes and becomes kind of more aggressive. But I definitely like the way that she sings the the verses. It's a shame we don't hear as much of Andrea in this song, and this is where I think the acoustic version shines because we get to see a much clearer um, vocal backing from, from Andy. 
As I say, I, I prefer the acoustic by pretty much a country mile, really. There's a simplicity and the, the clearer backing vocals really make it for me. Uh, and I would love to hear a remastering of Unspoken. In terms of the lyrics themselves, uh, this is a real tricky one for me. I thought long and hard about what, what this was about. I, I get a sense that it's about relationship. And this obviously is not the first, second or third time that Lacuna Call have, have sung about relationship. And it's definitely about lies or more accurately, I would say, a breakdown of communication. And I get a sense that, to a certain extent, it's about misinterpreting visual clues and not taking the time to understand what's really being felt, what's really being communicated, hence the hence the title of the song, Unspoken. Because there's, there's different things that come out throughout the song. There's definitely mixed feelings, and there's a definite sense that people aren't talking to each other. I don't have one single favourite line, but I, I do like uh, the part of the song that says, when I turn and look around at my life, shadows in disguise, but I'm working on interruption of hypocrisy. I really like that line. I really like the way that the poetry about it, and I, I really like its place in the song. So, yeah, that's unspoken. As I say, it's, it's grown on me over the years, and, and I kind of like it. How about you, Mike? Um, I, I think, for me, as, as it's placed in the album, I always thought when I first listened to it, that I don't know whether it's just me when I originally first listened to it. It really hits you in the face with the loudness of how it starts from what you have before it on the album, which kind of tails off. And then this goes bang, which if you've touched upon the poppy type feel of it, it's it's got like a soft undertone to to the whole song, but it's got that oomph with it at the start at the same time, which I think kind of works well with it. Um, I think that throughout the song, musically, it is one of these, not, it may be harsh to say, like a filler track for the album, but I think that, I don't know for me whether it is like the type of song that should be on the album or where it may be placed. I don't know whether you'd put it earlier or whether you'd you'd shove it down a few places on the album. Um, other than that, lyrically it is quite confusing, but I think it is about the br- broken down uh, communication in a relationship and such like. And um, one of my favourite lines is uh, right at the beginning, when your envy is on a piece of paper, let me sweetly smile. I just think that conjures up uh, imagery, which is very good. And as you've mentioned, the uh, the, the line further down, um, it's very descriptive in in uh, how it describes everything in the uh, in the song. And I think it, it's a good song, but not overly. I'm not overly enamoured with it. Really, I, I like the way. I mean, you, you pick up on a really good point there. I think you're right that that quite a big opening you know yeah. the way it just kicks in right the fact it doesn't build up and after we've had the ghost woman and the hunter and then there's a boom 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 you know it hits you pretty it's pretty big and then i, I do think mm. it dies off a little bit and becomes um fillers too wrong but it doesn't stand out other than the well that's what i mean i don't yeah yeah it doesn't stand out after what do you think russ uh i think you've both summed it up to a t to be honest i mean i agree with mike in what you said there that's probably my favorite line as well um, I think to me, it's I prefer the individual elements of the song, strangely, rather than the the sum of all the parts, which is a, a strange thing to say about a song. But as Mike mentioned, I think it's a valid point that the song kind of just, you know, goes straight into it. And it's a very, you know, rapid change of pace from the ghost woman and the hunter. And it sounds a bit 
harsh and it's not criticism but for me if you were to sort of talk about sequencing i don't think unspoken necessarily fits with the rest of the songs in the context of the album musically just for me lyrically it does as you mentioned it talks about relationships and there's some sort of different imagery in there and various interpretations you can take from it which makes it a classic lacuna coil song but there's just something about unspoken as a song that makes it sort of there's something strange about it that's different in sort of a good way and a bad way. It all comes down to personal taste. And for me, unspoken musically, it's just a bit too sort of dancey. Just for me, my personal taste. Not to say it's a bad song, but it's it's a strange song. Did, do you not think that that's kind of... I mean, we're going to look back at Comalize, the album, at the end of... Well, when we've gone through all the songs. Do you not think that's kind of reflection on the album as a whole? It's very much an eclectic mix of songs on on Comalize. I mean, I, I find it's one where they've really kind of entered them. It's, it's been mixed, you know, there's lots of layers, there's lots of different musical instruments, uh, and there are different, the, not themes is wrong, but it's different musical themes, different styles of music throughout the old album, and, it, and it, it does make for a very interesting mix of music. Yeah. I mean, one thing that you said, I think it's that intro that sort of sets the tone for me, because I completely agree, the acoustic version you know, I just think it's a far, far superior version of the song, and I think it's great. And if, strangely, if you were to put the, say, a acoustic studio version of that song in its place, I think it would just add so much more. But again, that's just personal taste. Criticism, it's just what I personally would rather listen to. Yeah, yeah. Which I, is, I, if, you, if you listen to it as a composition in the acoustic version, you see how good of a song it is. I think there's just something about the difference of the album version with that sort of synth and, and bass and keyboard sort of mixed higher up in the mix to give it a different rhythm and a tempo that makes it a completely different song to the acoustic version that's just got more tone and more atmosphere yeah i th- I, I totally agree with you and as i said right at the beginning is i absolutely love the acoustic version um do you do you think it would it's one of those songs that would benefit from a remaster because I, I i really would love to hear them take a different approach to the how they've layered and how they've emphasised different aspects of the music because that'd be mm. great. Yeah. What do you think, Michael? The acoustic version. You didn't mention it. I, I actually forgot to mention it. I think it is one of the one. Like you both say, I think it's one of the best songs that they have done acoustically, and it does work really well as a song. And if we ever got treated to a full acoustic album one day, I think it, that's definitely got to be one of the things on there because it. It sits really well. If you've ever heard it live acoustically, it's it's brilliant. But this just seems to be, yeah, I don't know. There's something, there's an element in it that's missing that kind of lets it stick out a bit too much for the wrong reasons. But equally, you shouldn't diss it to say it's rubbish because it isn't. No, it's not. I should say, I I like the song. I I do really like it. In terms of scores, why I sort of bring this one to a close, uh, I would give... On the album, I, I give it a 7 out of 10. But the acoustic track, I would give a 9 out of 10. That's how I feel about Unspoken. And I do think they're so different. And it really, I say, it's a country mile better, the acoustic, yeah. for me. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I, and I actually listen to that a hell of a lot. I rarely listen to um, the, the original track. What do you think, uh-huh. Mike? I, I would go similar scores, but I'd give it a 6.5, I think, for the album and probably a nine, nine and a half on the acoustic side of things. Oh, wow. So you're even sort of, you're even wider. There's a, a mm. bigger gap between what you think of the 
the album track and what you think of the acoustic version of me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. How about you, Russ? My album version is probably a six out of ten. Acoustic version eight point five. Okay. Just trying to do my maths here. So you're down a little bit, and okay, fair enough. So six out of ten. 6.5 out of 10, 7 out of 10, 8.5 out of 10, 9, 9.5 out of 10. Unspoken. <laughs> much more we can say about that. Okay, well, that brings us to a close this week on episode 46 of the Empty Spiral podcast. Yes, we're closing in on the big 5-0. Uh, you can get in contact with us, of course. You do it through all the normal channels over at the Empty Spiral website, which is www.emptyspiral.net. Fire our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Empty Spiral Net. On Tumblr, we are emptyspiralnet.tumblr.com. And at Twitter, we are at Empty Spiral Net. We look forward to hearing from you. Uh, we are, again, looking for more people to join us on the podcast. Tell us what it is to be a Lacuna Coal fan and all those other questions. So do get in contact if you've uh, passing interest in hearing your voice on the podcast. Uh, but until then, till next week, where, of course... We'll be moving on to more songs for Camelize and uh, yeah, hopefully getting someone on the podcast or talking about the news. And if we're really, really lucky, seems a little unlikely, but we might even have more information about the album. But we'll wait and see. That's all in the future. It's goodbye from me. <laughs> and it's goodbye from me. And I was going to say it's goodbye from them, and it's goodbye from me. I was going to say it's goodbye from him, which is a bit of a two Ronnie thing that no one's going to get. But there we go. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.